There's another celebration that they have in Rome. What's this celebration? Once every 70 years, they bring a person who is a Shalem, he's whole, he's complete, he's healthy. And they let him ride, they put him on the shoulders of a lame, a limping person. And on the person that's on top, they put him, they, they clothe him with the begadim of Adam Harishan. Rashi tells us that um, these were the big day chamudai shahayula Esav. Esav had the begadim of Adam Harishan, big day chamudais. And in Rome, they had it. Rome, our grandchildren, descendants of Esav. And they seems they had these clothing, and they put it on. They put it on this person. They had another thing. Rabbi Shmuel Kayin Gadol from Nasara Rugei Malchus. We are Mekayin tomorrow in the Kinois. So the flesh of his face was taken off of his goof because the uh, Roman, the uh, emperor's daughter wanted it, and they had it preserved as a mask. The face of Rabbi Shmuel Kayin Gadol. And they put it, they put this mask on the top, the person who was on top, this shalim, this healthy person on top. The pizan, they put a fancy jewel around his neck. And then they would make a big parade. They would put in all the shvakim and all of the, the marketplaces all different types of jewels. And then they would say like this. They said the calculation of Kiri, of the ruler, is wrong. What's that referring to? As we'll see in a moment, this whole story is referring to Yaakov Avinu. But Yaakov Avinu and Parshas Vayichi wanted to be Megal of the Kates. And here the Romans are saying the Kates came and went and his calculation was wrong. And he continues and they say, Achua de Marana Zaifana. The brother of our master is a cheater. Our master is Esav. The brother of our master is Yaakov. And he cheated Esav out of the brachas. He's a cheater. And they continue and they say, Mayahani Liramo Ebramusei. What does a Ramai, a swindler, accomplish from his swindling? And a cheater from his cheating. So they're coming along and they're making a very big parade here. And they have an Adam Shalem. A healthy person is the symbol of Esau. And they have a lame person. A limping person is the symbol of Yaakov. He was limping. And they say, look, who's on top? Who's on top? Esav is on top. Esav is being carried by Yaakov. 
Yaakov tried to cheat us out of the brachas. What did he gain? Who's on top? Who's successful? Who's, who's on top of the world? <coughs> now the Gemara says, Whoever saw this saw, There's only once every 70 years, a person lives 70 years. So therefore they said, if someone sees it now, he's not, probably not going to see it the next time around in 70 years. What's going on here? What's going on is very simple. This is Yom Edom. Yom Edom is a celebration. It's a holiday. It's a victory parade. Every 70 years, they get, and we'll talk about the 70 years a little bit, but the Pashib Shad is, every 70 years they come together and they make this parade to show that they are the winners. They won. Why 70 years? The Pashib Shad is because... You could, when, when you're promised something's going to happen, doesn't have to happen today, doesn't have to happen tomorrow, might happen next year, 10 years. 70 years is a lifetime. 70 years is its kufa. If it hasn't happened yet, it's not happening. How, how long do you wait? You don't wait that long. So every 70 years, they come and they say, look, how long are you going to wait? We're here again. 70 years is Golis Babel, etc. 70 years is a tzkufa for things to change. For the Beit HaMikdash to be rebuilt. It took 70 years to get rid of everything that was going on in Bayez Rishon and start over Bayez 70 years is an entire period. And they, every 70 years they got together and they made this parade. And basically what they were saying is you are the children of Yaakov, the Ish Emes. You claim that you have the truth? And we, Klai Yisrael, claim, yes, we're Maminim Ba'ashem. Why? Because we're Anshay Emes. We're people of truth. We're Enikloch of Yaakov Avinu. And they say, Emes? There's no Emes here. You're liars. You're cheaters. Look, you didn't gain anything with what you did. One of the greatest tragedies of the Gullus is that the Goyim are able to use this Golos to, so to speak, poke our eyes out and to shtach us and say, what's going on here? You claim to be the Amanivchar? This is the Amanivchar? And that's what Rome was doing. This was their celebration. This was the Tiferes, the glory of Rome. And that's what they were saying to Klaiusel. Where is your MS? It's not true. It's not happening. And the problem is, what do we answer? Because as painful as the Gullus is, it's much more painful when they stick it in our face and we don't have what to say. We don't have what to answer. What is the answer to this time? <clears throat> Most of tonight's year I heard from you know, the, preparing the kinnis. I listened to kinnis of all different uh, people who gave throughout wherever could find recordings of different things. And most of it I, I heard from Rabaran Lapiansky, the Rashiv in Silver Spring, the uh, son in law of Rabbi Nishinkel, the son in law of Nassim Svi, Walter Mikhaim Lakhaim. So he said a very interesting thing. He said he was reading, he was a very educated fellow, and he was reading the chronicles of a priest from the time of the Inquisition. It's a whole book of diaries of different personalities in the times of the Inquisition, Gaisha personalities. And he was reading one of the uh, Inquisitors, one of his diaries. And it said over there a very interesting thing. He was writing about the Jews. And he writes there that these Jews were very much misled by their rabbis. Because we sent them 
into Galus. We ex- they were expelled from, from Spain. And the rabbis told them that this is like Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and Kriyas Yamsuf and go and Nisim are going to happen. I don't know if that's true or not, but this is what he wrote. And they got on boats and they sailed off and they were waiting for Kriyas Yamsuf and they were waiting for Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and guess what he writes? <laughs> didn't happen. Of course it didn't happen. It's not going to happen. And then they went through such sorrows. He writes there what happened that the, the, they had paid a lot of money to the, to the captain of the ship to take them to some refuge. He took them to some place in Africa and these, these barbarians were there, this African king. He started ripping, tearing them open and cutting them open looking for jewels and he tortured them and then he put them right back on the boat and they went right back to Spain and he says, here I was and I was there with open arms. See? Oh, where's your rabbi? Where's your Yiddishkeit? Where's Kriyas Yamsuf? Where? Here, we're here to welcome you. We have the truth. You don't have the truth. <laughs> the Nazis, Yamaksimavazikram was the same thing. Every time they had a chance, they said, where's your God? And this is one of the biggest, the Tsar and Yisurim of the Gullus is when they take it and they throw it back in our face so we're maminim and maminim we understand that we have Averis etc etc but it's a very hard thing because to them Adarabah this is the proof that they're right the proof that we've been thrown out of every single country in the world we've been thrown out doesn't that say something? the Kuzri Rabbi Huda Alevi who many of the the um, Kinois at the end of the Kinois all the Tzioins talk also a little bit about him tomorrow Be'ez Hashem um, so he writes as follows he's having a uh, discussion trying to convince the Kuzri the Melech HaKuzrim of Yiddishkeit so he's talking about the life of Kla Yisrael and he has a long long piece where he talks about the Beis HaMikdash and he talks about everything in the Beis HaMikdash what it represents in the body of Kla Yisrael and Ruchnias talking and talking the Kehanim the Levim and at the, all of a sudden the Kuzri tells him that's who you are a Beis HaMikdash with Kehanim and Levim and Nevim and Avaida and a Shulchan and a Menaira if that's true then today you're nothing if that's your identity you don't have a Beis HaMikdash you're telling me this is the Reish of Kla Yisrael whatever it was the Beit HaMikdash you don't have a head you don't have a heart you don't have all your, 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 your organs you have nothing you're, you're just a body and that's basically what he's telling him what's going on so the Chavar tells him Cain who Kasher Amarta you're correct and I'll tell you I'll tell you it's even worse than you think you said we're a body without a heart a head lungs kidneys etc we're not even a body we're at Samois Mifuzaris we're just bones spread out but he tells them a very important Jesuit and it's something that this man has said we could probably appreciate even more he says but these bones are the leftovers the remnants from a living being they were already part of a body that had a heart and had a head and had a ruach and a nefesh and a seichel they had life to them 
Mashain came the Goyim, he says, Toivim Mehagufois Hamitsuyoris Mehavin Vasid. You want to know what the Goyim are? They're statues, beautiful statues. But a statue is empty. They have eyes, they have ears, they have a mouth, they have all the Avarim, but there's no life to them. And life will never come to them. But they're not a person. And the truth is, if you think about it, if you'd ask a child today, we know today, forget a bone, a cell. A cell is something living. It's a cell from a body. From a cell you can produce things. If you go to a child and you show them a beautiful, lifelike statue, like those statues that you make a mistake and sometime in the wax museum you say hello to them statue and you go to the child and you say which is more alive the statue or in this test tube I have a little cell here well of course he's going to say the statue the statue look at it but we all know that's not Emmas the cell is a living thing from the cell something could grow a person could grow out of that cell something living could grow out of it the statue is beautiful but it's empty, it's dead, there's nothing to it, it's fake. And that's what the, the Chavar told him. He says, you're telling us that we don't have a Beit HaMikdash, we don't have a, we don't have a Leib, we don't have a Rosh, we don't have any, we're not alive, you're right. But we come from a living organism. We have something that is living in us, there's a cell that's left. You want to know what the Goyim are? They look beautiful. You'll go into all their big buildings and you look at their arts and you look at their music. They have so much, but it's all on the outside. It's all facade. They're just statues. There's no chiyas to them. There's no life to them. We, on the other hand, came from something living. And from something living, there's hope that something new will grow out of it. But something that never had life and was just a statue will always remain a statue. And he continues the Kuzri and he says a very interesting thing. And the truth is that um, we'll just pause for a moment and think also, you know, we think about the world and you don't have to go to the Tsarists of the Inquisition and the Tsarists of the Nazis. We think of ourselves. How many people in the world believe in Yashka as, as the God? I don't know, two billion or something like that? How many people believe in, in Islam? A billion? How many Jews are there believing in their Rabbeinu Shalayla? 10 million, 12 million, 15 million if we're being generous. And yet, we could say to ourselves, what's going on? And we've spoken about this a different time. Well, what's going on? Billions and billions of people are believing in something else. And what are we believing in? Doesn't it? Sometimes we can wonder ourselves, what's going on here? But the Gemara tells us a very important thing. The Gemara at the end of this story says, But they all end off in the following way. And even the Romans, and it's a pal what they say. They say, At the moment we're riding on top of Yaakov, and we're glorious, and stop for a moment and think, what are they wearing on their face? A mask. A mask of Rabbi Shmuel Kaingado. 
That's what the Kuzri said. It's all a fake. They come and they say, Who's Rabbi Shmuel Kain Gadol? His beautiful face. Okay, so we have it too. Plop it on somebody. We have Rabbi Shmuel Kain Gadol's face. Sure, he was a beautiful person. But who was Rabbi Shmuel Kain Gadol? His lave, his neshama, his taira. That's who he was. His premiers. That's Kala Yisrael. They take the mask, plop it on someone. We also have Rabbi Shmuel Kain Gadol. That's the facade. That's what they have. They have everything looking beautiful on the outside, but it's a statue. There's no life. But they end up and they say, Woe is to the top one when the bottom one is going to get up. When the bottom one, Kalah Yisrael, is going to get up and they're going to rise, woe is to the top one. Because if you think about it again, when we put the numbers into perspective, three billion, for example, against a couple million, what bothers them so much about us little Klal Yisrael? What bothers the Arabs so much about this little Klal Yisrael? Why does it bother the Christians for Doris and Doris? You have to remember, we're living in America, Baruch Hashem, without the, without the anti-Semitism of Europe, but how long is it? It's a blip of 100 years, 150 years, a little blip on the screen of 2,000 years of history. 2,000 years! They do it every 70 years. 2,000 years is the longest kufa of anything that ever happened in the world. Anything. There was never a, 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 an emperor. There was, not, there was not an empire. There was never a kingdom. 2,000 years of one's kufa is the longest everything that ever existed. What bothers them so much? The answer is, the Gemara tells us, that deep down that they know that if we're still here, there's some MS going on. And the MS is not with them. And Kozman, we're still around to say, you know, we gave birth to your Savior, to your Yashka, and we say he's a nobody, that they're in trouble. And that bothers them. And that's what the Gemara says. They say, That's the Nechama. The Nechama is that even they realize that there's a living Klal Yisrael here. That at the moment may be down, we're not out for the count, we may be down on the bottom. They're riding on top of us. For 2,000 years they're riding on top of us. But one day, this little dry bones are called Klai Yisrael. This little cell is going to grow Vailadein Kajokum Dein. And the Kuzri continues and says, They're not stupid, the Gayan. They also want to consider themselves a living nation. They can only try to fake it. It's not real. They made big churches and places for their gods. Was there ever a nace that happened in any of these places? Was there the base Hamigdash Nisim happened daily? Tens and tens of Nisim happened. Did they ever have a nace? Was there ever a Navi there that came to that land and started speaking the Dvar Hashem in any land in the Gullahs? Did that ever happen? And he continues and he says, Was there ever a time that they misbehaved, so to speak? and a fire didn't come out from heaven and punish them? Did that ever? Did they ever get punished in an abnormal way? Did they ever have something come suddenly? That shows that they're getting their punishments from a, from a God, from the Rabbinu It never happens. They're not real. They could try all they want. But it's not real. 
And the truth is, when you track throughout history, every single nation, there's a teva to the rise and the fall of every empire. Fill in the blank who the empire is. Basically, the same thing happens. They're on the top for a little bit, then they, either they get a little corrupt, the people don't like it, there's an uprising, the next one takes over, and so on and so forth. There's never, there's never something for Klai Yisrael. We're in Germany. Beautiful. The Enlightenment. Enlightenment. It's, it's an unbelievable time. Kisayim. All of a sudden, how long did it take? Concentration camps. Ten years? Ten years? It's nothing. Kisayim. That's what he said. Suddenly. Same thing in Spain. All of a sudden, the world's overturned. That never happened to any other nation in the world. And that in itself shows us that we're something different. And they're just the regular Teva of the world. The regular normal. And that's why there's a normal history. But Kalaiso is not like that. Shiftachal Mishantachal Heimayinachamuni says the Briskarov. A Shevet is something that you hit with. A Mishanas is something you lean on. You support yourself. Shiftachal, when you hit the way, the, the rod that you hit us with, Hashem. O Mishantachal. And the cane that we lean on you with, Heimayinachamuni. Only both of them come for me because the very fact that not only do we succeed in an abnormal way but that we're also when we don't do the right thing we're punished in an abnormal way that shows that there's a Rabbeinu Shalom in this world that shows us that we're different the Gaim says the Kuzri they didn't have that they didn't have a Nabi they didn't have a Maifis those are the good times and they never had Kisayim a Magefas Eish come and just wipe them out and all of a sudden they're taken into concentration camps and tortured it didn't happen like that. They die, and that's it. They're over. And the next one takes over, and you start the Gilgal and You just start, continue the basic trend of history. But Klai Yisrael is not like that. Because Klai Yisrael is Nitzchi. Klai Yisrael is Netzach. And therefore, even the Gayim understand that. And that's why they're so out to eradicate us. Because Kol's man, we're here. We're that last light of MS. And we're that last light of life that's in the world. And Kol's man, we're here. They can't handle that. And that's why they have to make this whole parade. And, and push it and shove it into our faces. And say, look, we're Where's your God now? What do you mean? The very fact that you're telling us this is the Raya that our God is the God of Emes. Because if not for the fact that He wasn't taking care of us, we'd be long gone and He wouldn't bother you very much. And you would have gotten rid of us. But the very fact that we're here, the very fact that you are doing these things shows us that there's a Rabbeinu Shalom in this world whether it's the Taiv or, or when the Rabbeinu Shalom punishes us he said over that the, someone once wrote a letter to the rest of the and he told them I'm having such sorrows I, I thought you can't understand them the breast lover wrote him back and said, If you would have Tsaris that you would be able to understand, you would only have Tsaris. Now that you have Tsaris that you can't understand, you have the Rabbi Nishalelo. Because when it's abnormal, that's a raya that we're talking not in this world. We're talking Ruchnius, we're talking Nitzchius, we're talking beyond nature. And when we're talking beyond nature, we're talking about Klayitzel taking an Achama from the Tsaris themselves. And that's all part of the idea of Tishabov. When we start off and we talk about Eicha, and Eicha, the, the Gemara says, one of the Mandamrim says, is a lotion of Teichacha. It's rebuke, and it's a lotion of Kina. We wail, and we lament. And right away, what's the first thing we say? 
Hoisake almana, says Rashi, not like a real almana, not like a widow, Elikish Isha Shalak Bailam Dinis Hayam, Bidaitli Lachsar Etzla. The Rabbani shall never forsake us. He sent us out, he left us, but not in a way that's nitzi, that's forever. When we look at the Tsaris and we see how there's no other nation and we talk about nobody in the world as Tsaris, that shows us who our connection is with. Our connection is with the Rabbani Shalaylam. But it's another step further. It's a step further. Seventy years. Seventy years is its Kufa Sachayim. When it comes to the Goyim, each generation lives in a vacuum. Every 70 years, I do what I want to do. My generation does what it wants to do. The last generation was backwards. I'm going to do something new. Kalah Yisrael has a different look at things. We have a, something called Midar Lidar. There's no such thing as just one generation. One generation builds, and the other generation enjoys the fruit, sees the fruit, and builds further. We build from generation to generation. When the 70 years come, and the Romans come together to make this party, why is it 70 years? Because they're saying this is it. Every 70 years is a kufa, and it's over. There's nothing new happening. And we say 70 years, 70 years is nothing. What happened when they went, when they were expelled from Spain? Expelled from Spain, the Gedali Yisrael eventually reached Eretz Yisrael. That was the most glorious time of Tyre for Kla Yisrael. Between the Beis Yosef and the Arizal and Svas, most of our Tyre's Hanigla Vahanister is a result of being expelled from Spain and ending up in Eretz Yisrael. At the same time, what they do with the money that they stole from the Jews? They outfitted a couple ships, and where'd they send them? They send them out to look for the new world. And there's an America that ended up being a safe haven 500 years later for Kaisal and for Tyra. 500 years, you tell a guy 500 years, what empire lasts 500 years? Sanagaya. The Rabbeinu Shalom Tashkach with Kla Yisrael is that we don't look at it in small little pieces. There's a gigantic picture. We're part of a small piece. But if we don't see what's going on in our small piece, there's the next generation, there's three generations down the, down, down the line. Midar Lidar, Ayin Shana, 70 years is nothing. It's meaningless to us. Because 70 years leads into the next 70 years. And everything HaKadosh Baruch Hu does is not just for that little moment. It's an investment in a big picture. It's investment in the Kla Yisrael. He was um, he had to come to America for a year before the war. He had to come to his yeshiva was starving. He came and it, uh, it was a very hard year for him in America, being in America. But what happened in that one year in America? What happened that one year? He chose to go back to Europe. He go- chose to go back. He knew what was happening. He chose to go back to his yeshiva and he was killed off Yiddish Hashem. But in that year, he had an influence on the next generation. And the lay leaders of our America, and Ali Malach Tress, and Moshe Sherer, etc., etc. He was here. It was a hard time for him. He was away from his yeshiva. He was in his land called America with all of the things that were anti-everything he believed. 
And yet, what was going on? The Rebbein Hashem was already laying the steps for Klai Yisrael in the next generation of the United States. Rebbein Hashem, in that time, with his shmuzim and his chizuk that he gave, he was being mimed the next door. When it comes to Kalal Yisrael, there's no such thing as Ayin Shana. Because when you're talking about Nitzchiyas, Nitzchiyas is timeless. And like we said other times, the Rabbani Shalom has all the time in the world. But we have to understand that. We have to understand that we're seeing just a very small little screen. But there's pictures and pictures. It's a gigantic big picture. And we're seeing an investment. And when we look at this in the past, and we see what went on in our history, and we see what we call the Ashkacha process of the Rabbani Shalom, we have to continue to see and remember that everything that's happening to us, and everything that we do, is also some type of investment and if we don't see the fruits of our labors midar ladar a father invests in his children and hopefully and he hopes in the next generation they'll take it if not that generation a third generation because this midar ladar Kla Yisrael is a chain an unbroken chain of Nitzchias so that's number one we have to when we, we think about this Gemara and this Gemara is what we're saying is the represents the greatest tsar of the Gullus of when the Goyim throw it back in our face and say, where's your God? Look, what's going on? You're wrong. The answer is, we're not wrong. We may be down and out. We may be trampled. But like the Kuzri said, with that little cell, that little cell that came from a Beit HaMikdash, that Beit HaMikdash was our life, it was our heart, it was our head, it was every vital organ that we have, it was even our body, and we have nothing left. We're some dry bones. But those bones came from a living thing, and one day they're going to grow back to be a living thing, and perhaps, even stronger than they were before. It's going to grow back stronger. That's going to be when Mashiach is going to come in the Binyan Abayis. That's who we are. You, on the other hand, the Goyim, we have to look at them. Sure, they look beautiful. Sure, they look like they're doing all wondrous things. But what are they really doing? They put a mask on. They put their Bishmolka and all those masks on their face and say, hey, look, look at us. Look how beautiful we are. Who am I inside? Who cares who I am? There's no inside. It's a bunch of statues. It's a facade. It's not real. There's no life to it. There's no netzach to it. That's the first thing we have to remember. That when we go and look at the tsaris, and the more we think about the tsaris, we think about the Kuzri's words that said, that when did it ever happen that they had a magifas pisain? Did they ever have a tsar like that? That shows there's nothing special about them. That's just another drop of blood, another line in a historical uh, timeline. That's all they are, up and down like the then fill in the blank. Uh, Rome, Greece, so on, Constantinople. Just fill in the blank. Everybody's the same. You could chart the map the same way. Kalal Yisrael. Yes, we were thrown out of every na- every every nation in the world. We were thrown out of every country. Um, I gave us peace and you know what that shows us? That shows us that we are Netzach. That shows us that the Rabbeinu Shalom is the one who sent his Nevi'im to us. That's the greatest Nechama. We have to remember that one day, we're hoping and yearning for that day, the day that when this living cell, that's what the Chassam Seifer says, called, it says, 
So the some cipher asks, should say, Yerushalayim, Yizke, in the future, he will merit seeing the Chalmas Yerushalayim. Why is it Zoycha Veroya, the Loshan Haiva? The answer is that a Beis Hamigdash, that we would not be misabalan if we wouldn't mourn the Beis Hamigdash. Chazal tell us the Gezeira, she Ishtaka Chames Min Aleif. Eventually, a Mace is forgotten from a person's heart. But if we're still being misabal al Yerushalayim, that shows us Yerushalayim is still alive. You are meriting right now to realize that Yerushalayim is alive. That's the greatest understanding of the Klai Yisrael being Metzach. Yes, it's a Beit HaMikdash. It looks destroyed. It's at some Yerushalayim. But it's the same as us. It's a cell waiting to grow into a body, waiting to grow into this living being that's going to come with Mashiach Tzikainu. If we understand that, when we think about the Golos, we understand who we are, and then remember Midar Lidar, just remember that everything that we're enjoying is part of a gigantic picture of hundreds of years. We have this America because of an expulsion of the Rishayim in 1492. We have this America from their money and from their expulsion and from their Tyra. That's how it is. And that's how it was throughout the Dairas. We'll talk about that more tomorrow. That from every Kufa, all that happened was we got stronger in Tyra. We got more Tyra. The Nitziv, I think, says in the Pasuk that says that there was a Kal Gadol, says by the by Masantaira, that there was a Kal Gadol, the Shaifer, was coming mitaycha anan. When it's dark, and we don't know why, and you can't see, and it's cheshkas ha-galus, that's when the Taira gets stronger. It doesn't make any sense. Atiderach ha-teva, if we're down and out, is when we should have less Taira. When we should, that should be the end of Taira. And yet, in every Tkufa, the Crusades, the Spanish expulsion, every Tkufa, Golis Bava, the Bava, the Talmud Bavli, every Tkufa of Tzara, Taira became stronger. We're enjoying that Taira. We're living that Taira. Klai Yisrael is Netzach. We're Dar Lidar. And we're hoping for the day that the Romans will be able to say, Vai Lidain Kajokam Day.